Then Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he continues on what occurs here on page 208. ثُمَّ أَخْضَرُ النَّاسِ بَعْدَ هَاُولَاءِ مَنْ صَحِبَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ يَوْمًا أو شَهْرًا أو سَنَةً أو أَقَلَّ مِنْ ذَلِكْ أو أَكْثَرْ نَتَرَحَّمُ عَلَيْهِمْ وَنَذْكُرُهُمْ وَنَذْكُرُ فَضْلَهُمْ نَتَرَحَّمُ عَلَيْهِمْ وَنَذْكُرُ فَضْلَهُمْ وَنَكُفُّ عَنْ زَلَلِهِمْ وَلَا نَذْكُرُ أَحَدًا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا بِالْخَيْرِ لقول رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا ذكر أصحابي فأمسكه وقال سفيان بن عيينة من نطق في أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بكلمة فهو صاحب هوى saying of Imam al-Barbahari then the best of the people after them after having mentioned the ten promised paradise <coughs> then the best of the people after them are those who accompanied Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for a day a month or a year or for less than that or more than that we supplicate for mercy upon them and we mention their virtues and we withhold from speaking about any slips they made we do not, ma- we do not mention a single one of them except favorably because of the saying of Allah's Messenger وسلم, when my companions are mentioned then withhold and Sufyan ibn Uyayna said, Whoever speaks against the companions of Allah's Messenger وسلم, with a single word, then he is a person following desires. Shaykh Fawzan, he said in explanation, Al-Suhbah, companionship, varies. So from it, there was long companionship. Of all this referring to companionship, Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi companionship with Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa so he said so from it was long companionship and being constantly with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa for a long time or whoever accompanied him for a short time <coughs> however such a person still has the virtue of companionship even if his companionship was short in length is saying نَتَرَحَّمُ عَلَيْهِمْ وَنَذْكُرُ فَضْلَهُمْ وَنَكُفُّ عَنْ زَرَلِهِمْ We ask, we supplicate for mercy for them. And we mention their virtues. And we withhold from speaking about any slips they made. Shaykh Al-Fazan said, Their haqq, their right upon us is that we supplicate for Allah's pleasure upon them and that we supplicate for Allah's mercy upon them and that we take them as examples to follow and that we praise them and we withhold our tongues from attacking them or a single one of them or attacking a single one of them or from delving into whatever occurred between them with regard to tribulations and wars 
because each one of them was a mujtahid striving to the best of his ability to attain the truth every single one of them was a mujtahid striving to attain the truth so some of them were a mujtahid one who strove and attained what was correct and he will receive two rewards and from them and the others from them were a mujtahid one who strove to attain the truth but made a mistake and for him there will be a single reward and the mistake is forgiven then also they have tremendous deeds which wipe away whatever occurred from some of them with regard to mistakes he's saying and we do not mention any one of them except with good except favorably he said Sheikh Razan said because they intended the truth that was their intention what they were intending aiming for was always the truth and they strove to attain it each one of them acted upon his own ishtihad his own striving so some of them attained what was correct <coughs> and some of them made a mistake for which he will be forgiven and all of them were companions of Allah's Messenger and we do not enter into what occurred between them carefully reflect upon this ayah the ayah and the shaykh will bring the completion of it in the 59th surah ayah 10 the explanation and those who come after them <coughs> shaykh said meaning after the muhajirun and the ansar يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Surah Al-Hashr, 59 Surah, Ayah 10 The explanation of those who come after them, they say O our Lord, they say, O our Lord, forgive us and our brothers who preceded us upon Iman and do not place in our hearts any ill feeling towards those who believed he said and therefore Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said in that regard from the usul from the fundamental principles of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah is the sincerity secureness the soundness of their hearts and their tongues towards the companions of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam a quote from Al-Aqidah Al-Wasitiyah <coughs> Shaykh Qazan said Salamatul Qulubi Salamus of their hearts Purity of their hearts He said So they do not hate a single one of them They do not have any hatred for any one of them And the sincerity and soundness of their tongues Means That they do not speak With regard to any one of them they do not speak against a single one of them and they do not belittle him and the Prophet said in the authentic hadith لا تسبوا أصحابي فوالذي نفسي بيدي لو أنفق أحدكم مثل أحد ذهبا ما بلغ مد أحدهم ولا نصيفهم 
he وسلم, said do not abuse my companions for by the one in whose hand is my soul if one of you were to spend the like of Mount Uhud in gold in charity it would not reach the handsful of one of them nor even a half of it <coughs> the hadith as I mentioned in a footnote being reported by Al-Bukhari and you'll find it there as hadith number 3673 and reported by Muslim as hadith 2541 from a hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri Sheikh al-Fazam said do not abuse my companions but then there comes one who is defective in intellect this is the statement of the Prophet do not abuse my companions and yet despite it, there comes one who is defective in, in intellect, whose iman is shaky, who, who is following his desires, and he speaks against the companions of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this person, if he were from the deviant sects, then he would not speak at length about him. I think that's what we'd probably expect if he's from the Deviant Sex, you'd probably expect that from him. However, the problem is when he ascribes himself to the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, when he ascribes himself to being from the people of the Sunnah and the Jama'ah, and yet says, This is from historical verification. He opens up the door of attacking companions, saying things against companions. And his excuse is that this is historical verification. And do you have the duty put upon you of historical verification? Is that the duty made upon you? Such that you, such that you have to enter into something which you do not, do not know about <coughs> and which results in dangerous consequences and such that you cause the people to have doubts about the, about the companions of Allah's Messenger and you provoke the hearts of the people against the companions of Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So what is obligatory is to withhold about whatever disputes occurred between them Shaykh said, he's saying لِقَوْلِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam إِذَا ذُكِرَ أَصْحَابِي فَأَمْسِكُوا Because the saying of Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam When my companions are mentioned then withhold. In a footnote, they mention this hadith is reported by Tabarani in Al Mu'jam al Kabir and Abu Nu'aym in Shaliyat al Awliya as a hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. And Al Hafir al Iraqi said in his Takhrij al Ihya, reported by Tabarani as a hadith of Ibn Mas'ud with a Hassan, a good chain of narration. And as a side point, Sheikh Al-Albani declared it Sahih, authentic due to his supports in a Sahiha number 34. Sheikh Al-Fazan said, and even more explicit than it is his Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying, La tasubbu ashabi, do not abuse my companions. <coughs> this is a prohibition of abusing any one of the companions. <coughs> so what is obligatory is that we supplicate for mercy for them and that we seek supplicate for forgiveness for them acting upon his saying he the most high 
والذين جاءوا من بعدهم يقولون ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان with the explanation and those who come after them they say O oh, our Lord forgive us and our brothers who preceded us upon Iman Ramazan said and that we, that we withhold our tongues and our pens from speaking against the companions of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa and that we defend them and we refute whoever belittles them and we refute whoever belittles a single one of the companions and we nullify his saying because it is contrary to the correct aqidah correct creed and belief the aqidah of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah and Shaykh al-Islam <coughs> said in Al-Wasitiyah ma nuqida anhum imma anhu ghayr sahih فهو من الكذب والدس والصحيح منه صاحبه مجتهد والمجتهد إن أصاب فله أجران وإن أخطأ فله أجر واحد وأيضا لهم من الفضائل ما يغمر ويغطي ما يحصل من بعضهم من الخطأ يسد الشيخ الإسلام he says in الواسطيه what is related from them is either not authentic so that is just lies and reports added with an evil intent and what is authentic from it <coughs> then the person who did that in these reports about the companions and reports that people used to cast aspersions upon the companions look this one did this and this one did this the chef, chef Islam divided into two said so two categories either that which is not authentic so that is just a lie and a report added with evil intent and as for what is authentic from it then that person was a mujtahid one striving to attain the truth and the mujtahid if he is correct if he attains what is correct then he receives two rewards and if he makes a mistake then he will still get the one reward and also they have such virtues that will drown out and cover over whatever occurred from some of them with regard to mistakes then Shaykh Fawzan said the messenger sallallahu said regarding Hatib ibn Abi Balta'ah when he applied his own ishtihad, his own discretion and he wrote a letter to the people of Mecca and Umar said let me strike off the neck of this hypocrite the famous, the, famous, the famous story I mentioned Al-Bukhari and elsewhere that he had, because he had some family this companion had, before the attack of the, when the Prophet sallallahu was going to attack Mecca and he hid the news of it so the people of Mecca would not hear about it so this companion radiallahu he had some family in Mecca so he feared that they, would, they, would be, they, would be, they might be killed in the, in the fighting or something so he wrote a letter warning them to, to, warning them so then it was discovered and then Umar when, he, when this was discovered he said let me strike off the neck of this hypocrite so he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said la tadri ya Umar la allah la allah ala ahli badrin faqal 
اعملوا ما شئتم فقد غفرت لكم responded you do not know al umar perhaps allah looked upon the people of badr and said do whatever you wish for i have forgiven you hadith reported by al bukhari as hadith 3007 and reported by muslim as hadith 2494 as a hadith of ali anhu you know this companion, this noble companion, Hatib ibn Abi Dalta, was from those who had fought at the Battle of Badr. As the Sheikh said, and his, compa- and his companion was one of those who was present at Badr. <coughs> and he said, his saying, وَقَالَ سُفْيَانُ بُنُ مُنْيَيْنَا مَنْ نَطَقَ فِي أَصْحَابِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم بِكَلِمَةِ فَهُوَ صَاحِبُ الْحَوَى And Sufyan ibn Uyayna said, Whoever speaks against a companion of Allah's Messenger وسلم, with a single word, then he is a person of desires, a person following desires. Shaykh Razan said, Because no one speaks against them except a person of desires and one who is trying to render the companions of Allah's Messenger وسلم, open to attack. What is obligatory towards the companions of Allah's Messenger وسلم, is al-mahabba wal-ijlal wal-ikram is to have love and respect and honor for them and to recognize their value and to take them as a role model to follow because they are the best of generations and because they saw the Prophet وسلم, and they believed in him and they accompanied him, and they aided him, and they fought jihad along with him. And they carried the knowledge from him. So they are the most excellent ones of this nation. Indeed, they are the most excellent ones of the whole of the creation, after the Prophets. Because Allah specifically chose them for companionship of his Prophet Muhammad wasallam, The last of the Prophets and the most excellent one of the messengers. So no one attacks them except one who has in his heart ghil, ill feeling and hiqd, hidden hatred towards Islam. No, no one will make an attack upon the companions except that he has, he has that ill feeling and hidden hatred towards Islam. A principle that we need to remember when we hear anyone attack Anyone, anyone of the companions. So he does not attack them because of their persons. <coughs> Rather, he will only attack them because of what they did with regard to aiding this religion and conveying it faithfully to mankind. So the one who attacks them is only attacking on that account because he has hatred, hidden hatred towards Islam and feelings of vengeance towards Islam so he seeks use this means to vent his anger <coughs> in order to sever the link of this nation with its prophet Muhammad because they companions that is they are the intermediary between us and between the messenger 
صلى الله عليه وسلم. So this is the intent of those who attack them. <coughs> and therefore, when he mentioned the Muhajireen and the Ansar in Surah Al-Hashr, he said, وَالَّذِينَ جَاءُوا مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا إِلَّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا The same ayah, Surah Al-Hashr, 59 Surah, ayah 10, with the explanation, and those who come after them, they say, O oh, our Lord, forgive us, and our brothers who preceded us upon Iman, and do not place any ill feeling in our hearts towards those who believed. Sheikh Razan said, So this shows that those who attack them, or a single one of them, then it is just on account of ghil, ill feeling, which he finds in his heart against them. And therefore, Sufyan ibn Uyayna, the great Imam, said, مَنْ نَطَقَ فِي أَصْحَابِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمْ بِكَلِمَةِ فَهُوَ صَاحِبُ حَوَى Whoever speaks against the companions of Allah's Messenger, صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمْ with a single word, then he is a person following desires. Shaykh Razan said, Al-Hawa, desires, is what leads him to do this. And the desire is their hatred and their malice towards them. So therefore you will find that the worst of the people, the Shaykh Nash is only practical, you can see him, you will find that the worst of the people are those who make attacks upon the companions of Allah's Messenger <coughs> and they have been exposed by their lies and by being made hated amongst the people. So, no one will see one of them except that he will have strong dislike for him because Allah has placed hatred for them upon the earth. And hatred for those people who attack the companions. You'll find that you'll find them being the hate. The people hated. You see them. You meet them. You, know, you see them in the distance. You'll have, you'll have hatred towards them. The chef said, "So no one will see one of them, one of those who has hatred towards the companions of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, except that he will find in himself having he will find himself having hatred towards them and loathing of them. And we ask Allah for safety and security." The point, a person, a person of the Sunnah, if he encounters one of these people who curse, curse the companions, he will, he will have hatred toward, towards him, no doubt. And if a person doesn't have that hatred, then he needs to worry. So the Sheikh said, indeed it will be the case that no one will see one of them except that he will have hatred for him and loathing towards them. So he asked Allah for safety and security. Then he said, this will not harm the companions of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa and it will not harm Islam. So the companions, their worth and their reward is fully intact for them. Their value and the reward that they're going to get is fully intact for them. Safe. And Islam will persist and will, will be victorious. And all praise is for Allah. And those people, they only harm themselves. However, Fear is for those people who read their books 
If actually those people attack the companions, then they're only harming themselves. They won't harm Islam and they won't harm the companions. But the Shaykh said, however, where is the point of fear? Fear is for those people who read their books from those who do not have knowledge. So that something falls into himself against the companions of Allah's Messenger and he is affected by that. This is the fear. So how many of the sons of the Muslims have fallen prey, have fallen victim to this on account of reading the books of those people? Because if he reads them, then he will be affected by them. And he will find in himself, he will find himself having some hatred towards the companions of Allah's Messenger or at the very least their value with him will be diminished and they will decrease in his estimation the person who reads the like of their books those who speak against the companions who reads their books even if he doesn't have, have hatred to come to have hatred towards them at the very least it will reduce his value of them reduce their worth in his eyes <coughs> Shaykh said so this is what is to be feared for the youth of the Muslims and for those who are not firmly established with knowledge that they will be influenced by these books which attack the companions of Allah's Messenger especially since they are propagated now at this, this time presently they have propagated these books and they are embellished and made look beautiful and they are brought out in the finest form with regard to printing and binding and they are promoted at book fairs so they find that as an opportunity for them to spread and circulate attacks upon the companions of Allah's Messenger and there is no doubt that an attack upon the companions of Allah's Messenger is an attack upon the Messenger for how could his companions have been from those people and they describe with the evil characteristics that they give to them in the way they describe the companions with all the evil characteristics they give how could they possibly have been companions of the Prophet chosen by Allah to accompany his Prophet how could that be the case so this is indeed an attack upon the Messenger then the Sheikh said and also it is a denial of the book of Allah for Allah praised the companions in the Quran in the tremendous Quran in a number of ayahs from them he is saying he the most high وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ تَبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوْءًا وَأَعَدَّ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي تَحْتَهَا الْأَنْهَارِ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا ذَلِكَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَظِيمُ Surah Tawbah, the ninth surah, ayah 100. For the explanation, and the first and foremost ones from the Mahajirun and the Ansar, and those who followed them upon good, Allah is pleased with them, and they are pleased with Him. And He has prepared for them gardens beneath which rivers flow. They will dwell therein forever. That is a tremendous success. He said, and He the Most High said, 
لقد رضي الله عن المؤمنين إذ يبايعونك تحت الشجرة فعلم ما في قلوبهم في ما في قلوبهم فأنزل السكينة عليهم وأثابهم فتحا قريبا ومظالم كثيرة يأخذونها سورة الفتح في 48 سورة as 18-19 the explanation Allah was pleased with those believers when they gave the pledge beneath the tree so he knew what was in their hearts and therefore he sent down tranquility upon them and he rewarded them with a victory close at hand and with plentiful booty for them to take and Shaykh Raza mentioned another ayah he said and he the most high said Muhammadun Rasulullah وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُمْ عَشِدَّاءُ عَلَى الْكُفَّارِ رُحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ Muhammadun Rasulullah وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُمْ عَشِدَّاءُ عَلَى الْكُفَّارِ رُحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ تَرَاهُمْ رُكَّعًا سُجَّدًا يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَدْوَانَ سِيمَاهُمْ فِي وُجُوهِهِمْ مِنْ أَخْرِ السُّجُودِ مِنْ أَخْرِ السُّجُودِ ذَلِكَ مَخْرُهُمْ فِي التَّوْرَاهِ Muhammad is the messenger of Allah and those who are with him are stern against the disbelievers merciful amongst themselves you will see them bowing and prostrating seeking bounty from Allah and his pleasure their sign is upon their faces from the effect of prostration that is their example that was their example in the Torah Shaykh Rasan said mean that was their description in the Torah so they are mentioned in the Torah just as, our, as their Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was mentioned وَمَثَرُهُمْ فِي الْإِنْجِيلِ continuation of the ayah وَمَثَرُهُمْ فِي الْإِنْجِيلِ the explanation and their description in the Injil Shaykh Hassan said that which came down to Isa كَزَرْءٍ أَخْرَجَ شَقْعَهُ فَأَزَرَهُ فَاسْتَغْلَذَ فَاسْتَوَى عَلَى سُوْقِ يُعْجِبُ الزُّرَّاءَ يَغِيذَ بِهِمُ الْكُفَّارِ Surah Al-Fatih These ayahs from Surah Al-Fatih 48 Surah Ayah 29 The explanation The description in the Injil is that of a plant which puts forth a side shoot so that it strengthens it and it grows strong and stands straight upon its stalk it delights the sowers so that Allah through them enrages the disbelievers Shaykh Fawzan said so this shows this ayah shows that no one feels rage towards the companions of Allah's messenger and no one hates them except for kafir a disbeliever because he's saying he the most high لِيَغِيذَ بِهِمُ الْكُفَّارِ End of the ayah that we just mentioned, Surah Al-Fatih, 48 Surah, ayah 29. And the description of the companions is mentioned, how they were described in the Torah and how they were described in the Injil. At the end of the ayah, the explanation, so that Allah causes the disbelievers to be enraged at them. So Shaykh Bazan said, So this is a sign of kufr, disbelief. So hate, having hatred towards the companions of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa is kufr, disbelief and nifaq and hypocrisy and Allah's refuge is sought and he said, finishing his saying, bi kalimatim 
Whoever speaks against them with a single word, then he is a follower of desires. Sheikh Abbas answered, meaning, if he speaks in belittlement of the companions with a single word, then he is a person of desires. So if this is the case on account of a single word, this occurs on account of a single word, then how about a person who writes whole books in abuse of them and in maligning them, speaking ill of them, <coughs> and seeks out places where they could have erred and seeks to inflate their seriousness? How about this? If that is the case when a person who speaks a single word against the companions of Allah's Messenger وسلم, that he is a person who is a follower of desires then what about this? He follows his desires because he does not speak except for some desire which he has in his soul and because of his having hatred towards the companions of Allah's Messenger Alhamdulillah, <laughs> <laughs>